I don't know what is happening to me. All I know is that it is happening. Tonight on The CW. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? It's the incredible new series from Ava DuVernay. You have power I have never felt before. This is real, whether you believe it or not. I just want to be normal. You're not normal. You, Naomi McDuffie, are exceptional. Naomi, the can't-miss series premiere tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Podcast. My name's Rob Howard, and this week I'm joined by Ian Bruce and Marcus Hurley. Ian, do you want to kick off uh, because you've been gone a while? Thanks, Robert. I will. What would you like me to kick off with? I'm quite interested to find what remains of Edith Finch. Right. So this is a game like Gone Home and Esther. It's not like any of those, but it's like that a bit. Jeff Canata, two ends and one T in the Americas, posted something on Facebook saying, oh, you've got to play this. And I just thought I'd take a risk. I just thought I'd take a punt. And kind of five hours later, I have to say to everybody, just get the game. Just get it. Just get it. Stop what you're doing now. Buy the game. Just get it. And that's all I'm going to say. Cool. No, I definitely want to play it. I'm kind of going to wait till I've got my new setup, though. Um, I'm spinning a lot of plates right now, and yeah, I know it's it's one for it's one to just sit down and consume in one sitting, isn't it? Kind of thing. Pretty much. Um, yeah. Probably with friends and people you love. Yeah, because it, it. I I heard it kind of deals with death uh, a bit. I'm not um, saying anything about it because I think to spoil it would be to spoil the experience. Really. <laughs> Fair dues. Crap review. Sorry about that. <clears throat> but it's only it's only four hours worth of. Uh, there's maybe three to four hours worth of gameplay, so you could certainly get it done in a, in an afternoon. Um, yeah. And it's probably best when you're done. If you want to suggest to people they play it, don't tell them anything about it. That's all I can say. No. Cool. Okay. Well, what, what format is it on? Is it only on PlayStation? Uh, as well. No, I think it's, it's on. Expone. Oh, is cool. it on Expone? Might be on Expone. No, it's PC uh, and PS4. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. I might grab it on Steam. I, yeah. yeah it's, I think it's, it's like fifteen quid or something, so it's not unreasonable. Um, hmm. It just for the visuals, that price is worth it alone. It's a beautiful looking game. Cool. Really lovely. Is it? Uh, so, um, is it kind of a bit of a walking simulator, or is that to sort of not really do it justice? Please buy the game and experience it for yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, yeah, the guys that made this, they made uh, a game called The Unfinished Swan, which I've had on my wish list forever. Um, 
<laughs> I was going to get it for PS3, but uh, my PS3 got nicked. So <laughs> I've been waiting for a good moment. And now they've put this one out. Um, I've had my eye on it for a while. I knew it would be the kind of thing I would enjoy. Um, haven't really played anything like that this year so far. Um, it's It's been... I think last year was definitely kind of a pile of shame slash play lots of little indie things year. So far this year has been a play too many massive games at once type year. Um, so I will, with that, link into uh, the game... The most recent game I've been playing, which is Prey. Um, Prey Tale. Yeah. So this is uh, <laughs> a reimagining of uh, the best game ever made, right? 99%. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the original was... Yeah, a bit of an in-joke there. But yeah, um, yeah, the original Prey was... I can't remember who made it. Was it like 3D Realms or something? And uh, they, it was you played a, like a Cherokee Indian, and you got sucked up into space, and you went on spirit walks. Awesome. And it was fucking awesome. It was just fucking. It, what an amazing game! Really, it really. I mean, me explaining it, it, it sounds like I'm just like making up a load of rubbish off the top of my head. But it, when that it was song cool. kicks in in the bar at the start, oh my god! It's a great. It was a great game at the time. Really, a great game. You, you yeah. said this one's a remake of it. It's not a remake of it in any way at all. It's just got the same name. No, it's got the same. It's like saying the it's syndicate. Just got the same it's name. It's like yeah. saying the syndicate FPS was a remake of the Amiga game. It's not. It's just yeah, the that, IP that, yeah. laying around. Somebody's got all. Oh, can you throw this? Yeah. Around? Well, they were going to make Prey Two, which, which they awesome. showed at E three one year, yeah. which looked cool, and it was like it looked like a kind of Blade Runner running around as futuristic city bounty hunting different aliens yeah i was well up for that too um so what we've got here is um system shock by way of arcane studios who created dishonored um and that studio has also inherited several members of uh the people that made deus ex and stuff like that so what what yeah, it really is. Um, it well, I've played three hours of it so far, and so far it has felt very like System Shock in terms of the things you can do. Uh, there are like uh, you can be an engineer and sort of fix things, or you can be a scientist and kind of break down materials and make things, or you can run around as uh, with a shotgun and blow shit up. Uh, there are turrets that you can pick up and place where you want um and uh the enemies are these creatures called the typhon and they are like these shape-shifting uh black viscous uh apparitions and uh they come in different shapes and sizes the first ones are like little face huggers from half-life you can take those out with a crowbar fairly easily if you're quick enough um but they do like to sort of rush past you and uh, it's it creates a very unnerving uh, situation. And uh, yeah, there are bigger versions of these that um, are called oh, I forget what they're called, but they're, they're they're like these bigger versions, more humanoid in form, much more difficult to take down. But you do have a few tools at your disposal. 
The first of which is this thing called the glue cannon. And uh, what this does is it, it kind of fires this sort of foam that solidifies on impact. So you can base these things are quite sort of slippery and can flee away very easily. But you can kind of root them with it and then use whatever you want, like to bludgeon the bludgeon them or um, shoot them with a shotgun but they will if you shoot them enough after they've taken a certain amount of damage the gloop will get shot off and so they'll be able to escape again and they do have a habit of running off which is kind of unnerving because um, you're 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 just not really sure where they're going to pop up again next Um, as well as that the gloop cannon can also be used as like a platform material to kind of get around i think i explained all this when i went to see e3 like they explained all this in a video or so but it's really cool getting it to actually play with it you also get like uh, there's also some zero gravity elements the space the, the game itself is set in this huge space station called titan one titus one i think um and it's internally and externally consistent so you can look at a map and or through a window and say, oh, look, there's a dead body out there and he's got a key card I need. So if you go outside and orientate yourself appropriately, you will go outside and find him. Uh, you can also use it to make to get as a shortcut to get from from one area to another, uh, you know, circumventing a lot of horror potentially <laughs> although I do, i'm sure there's some of that outside as well um but yeah it's uh so far it's really grabbing me um i've i've only played three hours because um it's quite scary and i think this game's going to take me ages it's supposed to be quite a big game and it's going to take me a long time i think because um yeah after an hour it's like mm, i'm feeling a bit hungry now you know uh, <laughs> or, or i maybe should watch some tv <laughs> you know but it's not it's not through one of uh wanting to play the game because i you know i have found it difficult to pull myself away but i don't know it's it's uh i don't know your mileage may vary but so far i'm having an absolute blast it's 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 been getting some mixed reviews i mean it's averaging out quite highly but it's been getting some mixed reviews ign i think in particular really slagged it on account Four of its um yeah, well, I think they were experiencing uh, crashes, and yeah. I'll be fair with you, I have experienced a couple of crashes too. Um, but, but I don't know if I can put that... I'm not sure that's entirely... <laughs> even Total Biscuit had a thing about this today, and he's not a fan of Metacritic, obviously, because he's an intelligent person. Um, yeah, not an idiot <laughs> like me. <laughs> you said that, not me. Uh, but he he didn't think it was fair <laughs> for IGN to slate the game and affects it its average of ratings, which the masses find a barometer for success, just because he had technical issues. Um, and one of his arguments was, in the olden days, you'd have different categories for your ratings. So you could put graphics, gameplay, mm. audio, all excellent, and then have five or three or two for technical stuff, because that fucked up for him. Then at least people understand. Because all reviews at the moment, my problem with Metacritic is it becomes sound bites. Nobody cares about the review, they just want the score. And the score isn't enough to know what the person likes, so you can't compare what they like to what you like and say, yeah. well, he said he liked it, he also likes this, I like this, I'll give it a go. It just becomes numbers, <laughs> which is bullshit. But I, I think IGN slating it for technical issues that they had, you've had them as well, uh, but many people haven't. I don't, I'm, I don't think that's really a... That's a good thing. I'd rather slag off IGN than Metacritic. That's where I'm going with that. 
a bunch of tools. Not as yeah. bad as Polygon, mm. but, you know, getting there. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Uh, for me, it's without just getting into a conversation about Metacritic, uh, I generally, like, if if I see it's in the green, I'm like, oh, I want to know why it's in the green. And if I see it's in the red, I want to know why it's in the red. And I will read more. And But yeah, I guess I do just kind of read those bits. But I saw that technical issues thing and I was like, yeah, you know, like... I've had a problem with that, but that's got nothing to do with the quality of the game. I mean, no. sure, you could criticise the... I mean, oh God, if it had happened like loads, then I think it would bother me more. But, uh, are you, you know, it's just PC like, or fuck it, reload it. PC. Right. I think if you were having the problems on the PS4, then that would be a much bigger thing. But yeah, yeah. PCs, hmm. there's so many fucking variations, and I'm not excusing a bad port at all, but there are tons of variations you might have just got an update for your antivirus that's causing it to fall over. Or anything else. Yeah. It could be a ton of things. It, it's just a little yeah. bit unreasonable. Mm. Yeah, true. It's a massive house of cards PCs, yeah. aren't they? Just... Yeah, I don't know what he reviewed it on. I, I wasn't paying attention to that. I assumed uh, it was PC. It was cause... PC. But, the, but there were no review yeah. copies. And I think that one, of the, one of the suggestions has been he's given it a shit score. Because it didn't work on his PC, he had to get the review out to, you know, be relevant with reviews, and there were no review review yeah. copies because Bethesda don't do review copies anymore, which is a bit mm, no. Well, I took mm. a punt on this uh, the same way. I, I I don't know if I waited for reviews for Doom. I think just uh, no. I think I bought Doom before the reviews came out because I just heard the initial word was this is really good, so I just I just went for it. And I did in this case as well. And I probably will continue to do it with Bethesda because I think they, they put out quality games most of the time. Like, I mean, that, to me, Bethesda are now like the stewards of old school PC gaming. You know, they've got Quake, they've got Doom, they've got um, all these old licenses and all their games are kind of absolutely those sort of proper PC yeah. games, you know, like the immersive Sims and the big open RPGs. They know what they're doing. I've, I've got, I trust them, you know, and they've earned my trust by, you know, not, not holding back review copies because they, uh, they believe that um, their game's inferior and they want to mm. sell copies ahead of time. But they've, they've got uh, confidence in their products and they hold it back because they just want to get. They don't, you know, that I don't know why exactly. I feel like they worry that perhaps the review scores affect them, so they just don't want to get involved in that in that whole shenanigans. Um, I don't know. I Until they put out a stinker, I've got, I'm happy with it. I think it's their right to, res to prevent yeah. re review copies going out. And my biggest thing about that is review reviews tend to be about the reviewer. Even what we're doing to some extent, it's us trying to get our personality over. But when it's your job, it is your job to write a review that everybody reads. And if you need to slate the game or, say something controversial or it's just clickbait to get it looked at you will do that because that's your bread and butter obviously rob pays us a healthy wage for doing this regularly but it, it's if we were reviewers we would if we were <laughs> proper official reviewers we would get substantially more at least 20 pounds more um and it's a, it, it's a job it's a business and i think that's where i would prefer somebody who has a 
isn't quite so cynical. <laughs> I'm cynical myself just by saying that. But somebody like Total Biscuit or some <laughs> of the people on YouTube who have consistently done it and called people out on stuff and not been, look, look at what, I, look at what I'm doing. I'm doing it for me. They, they seem to have a loftier purpose. And that's a bit wanky, but it's not Metacritic. Shall we move on? That's been 20 minutes on that. Yeah. Well, we I might just pick it up for the Xbox, actually. Um, yeah, it's pretty good. Um, all I've got to say on it is that um, if um, there have been some negative reviews, most of them are positive, uh, and even a stinking one like that cannot drag the uh, the overall consensus down. Yeah. So I'll shut up on that. Good. But that's that's all I'll say. Okay. Uh, you've also been playing Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. This has been causing quite a stir. Um, yeah, this is basically a, uh, Battle Royale, isn't it? It is. It's another... There's been a load of Battle Royale games recently. DayZ had one a while ago. Uh, H1Z1 had one included in its core game that then became a game in, in its own right called King of the something. King of the Blah. Uh, and then this guy Hill, who's worked on some similar type products previously created this. And it's basically there are 100 players. You spawn in a lobby system. You wait for a minute for all the all of the players to be there. Then you're in a plane over an island. You parachute out, try and find guns and kill people. On this island, there is a zone that gradually gets smaller, forcing you together so you don't just hide in a tree somewhere. Um, the games are very quick, or not, if you're slightly better. Um, but it is... <laughs> if I there's been a few that I've wanted to get. There's one called the Culling, which was quite well, well received when it came out, but has since lost favour. Um, but this one, I've watched a lot of people playing it on Twitch, and it really ticked the box for me. Mainly, and you can't really see this on Twitch, the fucking adrenaline adrenaline you get when there's two of you running for a house, knowing there's a pistol in there, and whoever gets it is going to live and shoot the other one in the face. That. I find that quite exciting. That probably makes me a psychotic. But there are lots of people playing it, so there's lots of psychotics. And that makes it all right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it's, I'm finding it extremely difficult. I'm, I'm getting on in life, and my reactions are not what they used to be. But that's why God invented shotguns. So that's all right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and if you like Twitch-based shooters with a bit of a plot... Um, it's it's worth a look. The map is quite simple. It's just a, a big island with a few villages and some towny type things. Um, and the notion of being forced into these places as the like the exclusion zone shrinks around you means there's always something going on and you're always on edge. So we'll see if I'm still playing it next week. There's been other games out since then, but uh, I'm kind of enjoying it. And I can see why it's got such a big... Uh, a lot of people playing it. You can also play it solo with a partner or in a squad of four. So if you don't know anybody, you can just free for all it. If you've got a mate, you can do duos. And I think I'd really like to do that. I think that would open up some gameplay possibilities. Or you can go the full squad route and do four of you. Um, four versus what? Well, it's, it's still 100 players, but you have 25 teams of four. And if there's right. duos, then there's, oh, 50, okay. then there's 50 pairs. And if it's solo, then there's 100 individuals. Uh, which is, There's some really oh. great Twitch stuff on it. Uh, 
and, and just the, sorry, the other thing, although I've said it's Twitch, it's really about if you can get the jump on someone, you will kill them, regardless of how many hours they've been playing. If you sneak up on them in a house or lob a grenade through mm. a window while they're trying to loot something, you will kill them. There is no, there's no, it's yeah. not pay to win. You don't, you know, if you've got a better connection, it doesn't really help. Yeah. Shotgun helped me. Um, and yeah, there, there was a, earlier I got, got down to the last 15, which was the highest for me. And I'd shot a guy and he must have been swearing his head off because I'd really ambushed him. Then I went back to hide behind my tree, just tilted round because it's third person view to start with. And there was some fucker on the other side of the tree. <laughs> oh, how I shot yeah. myself. I fucking shot <laughs> myself. And we did the gun dance and shot each other. I shot him. Was in absolute hysterics that he'd been there. Just I could hear him reloading or something and <laughs> just look around the tree and he's there and he must have done the same to me. And then somebody shot me. And it, it's just... It's like 20 minutes of looting for like 30 seconds of, ah, and that's all right. That's okay. Because you always get that, ah, <laughs> instead of spawn die, spawn die, which some other games do. That's hmm. it for me. So the games tend to last, what, about, the games tend to last about like, what, 30 minutes or so? Uh, if you if you can get down, if you can last that long, yeah, they could last. I've certainly, I've played a few my first game, I got down to the seventeenth out of one hundred, uh, and I've, I'm consistently getting twenty, and that's probably twenty thirty minutes. But most of that is hiding, running between buildings, looting stuff, and heading towards the kind of the massive scrum of death at the end. Whereas others will just yeah. all jump into the main base or big military base and have the death match to start with. I'd rather bide my time a bit, get well tooled up, and then hit people as they start rushing for the safe zone at the end and that's okay you know however you want to play it and do you think that uh like there's a a curve like a big learning curve involved like as in no not at all like do do you think it requires a lot of investment basically is what i'm trying to say because like a lot just does it require a big investment you know to get into it really because Uh, i think it just requires i just kind of feel like um, if you want to get yeah. in and win all the time, then don't buy this game. If you want to get in and hmm. be sitting in a corner going, please don't open this door, please don't open this door, because you like that sense of dread and anxiety, um, which, I don't know, it's like a different kind of adrenaline. It's, it's all adrenaline. It's definitely all adrenaline. But So is it, so is it kind of like first-person shooter survival? Because yeah. now you get survival modes, but this is this a is, true... Survival mode, but it's as a game, the as a default games. sort That's of. That's what it is, but without yeah. Oscar-winning actresses or whatever. Oh, controversial. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, and it's it's just it's just battle royale basically. That's all it is. It's like that movie. Awesome. Um, and I don't think it requires all it requires is patience and to not get frustrated when you don't get to that first gun first and die. But you don't have to sit and watch the rest of the game. You just get kicked out, go to another lobby, start another one. There's no, this person shot this. It's mm. just, it's very, it's very personal. Really. You don't feel like you've been shit. <laughs> okay. That's the main thing. There's no people laughing mm. at you okay. at the end. They may all be Twitch streaming, streaming it and laughing it's at you more there, like... but there's no, you don't yeah. come away going, oh, everybody said I was shit. You know you were shit, you just try again. <laughs> Is it more like you're 
laughing at how far you've got in it and going, yeah. oh my god, like you say, you've got up to 15th, yeah. and you're like, and then, oh shit, I've got this far, I've got this far, yes. I've got this far, oh, I'm dead, I died, oh my god. I was shocked, Next I was, in, I was <laughs> absolutely laughing my tits off at the guy at the other side of the tree. That was enough for me. <laughs> I had had a good time then. Um, <laughs> even just, you know, being awesome. ambushed by someone and you get a shotgun blast right next to your head because he's behind you and you haven't looked behind you, that's enough for me as well. It's, it's just... Mm. yeah cool okay um yeah my only other thought is that it's the worst name of a video game ever it's pretty shy um, isn't it? <clears throat> it's it's pretty fucking shit but it's branding i suppose and i don't know i guess it's, he's, it's, it's he's not really any worse than john carpenter's the thing is it oh it's just a horror it's like a handle though isn't it player unknown yeah. isn't it is that like his call sign or something yes yeah but that's the identity, isn't it? You can't. I'm guessing the name he had like then... a certain community following. That, he did, you know. But just because we don't know who it is doesn't necessarily mean it's a. Because hmm. we're yeah. old. <laughs> he's done it right, whatever he's done, because uh, it seems to be spreading like a virus through my friends list. So. Uh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but if I can, uh, if I can get over the whole early access thing then i may well get involved no i i absolutely do not think it is a game for you sir absolutely not no no <laughs> no buy edith finch instead this this is not for you bobby absolutely not for you no <laughs> no no i have a feeling it's not i think it would be an install play for an hour and a half and then get a refund thing just save yourself that time maybe i'll just do that then <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'll try and get through this quickly. Um, we are running out of time. Uh, Neo, hmm. uh, I've been playing a bit of that. I picked it up in the sale over Easter for the bargain price of 35 quid Jeez. on PlayStation Store. Well, it was cheaper than it was on Amazon. And it was like, I was thinking, oh, this will be the game I'll play after Horizon. Still playing that. Um, <laughs> Neo isn't, no. It's a PS4 exclusive as one of many there have been this year. Yeah, um, yeah this mm. is Team Ninja, who did Ninja Gaiden back in the day, that famously mm. caused me a little bit of a problem getting through. Uh, I did finish it, though, eventually. Um, but I thought, this is their attempt at, like, doing Dark Souls. So I thought, oh, well, that'll be good then, because that's um, mm. that's, like, two great things that, you know, I'd love to see how uh, Team Ninja handle this. And um, the uh, end result is it's fucking hard. Um, I mean, I've I knew a little bit about Dark Souls. I mean, really, I should just play fucking Dark Souls to be you honest. Um, yeah, because I I do I do appreciate the idea of it. It's like it turns what would normally just be a hack and slash RPG into more of a survival game. I mean, this is, I'm preaching to the converted here, you know, the whole idea of bonfires and, you know, the fact that you can mm -hmm. rest, but it repopulates the level. But the idea is that that's not a problem because you can, uh, as you become more powerful, you can mince through them to get to the next place you need to get to. Mince through um, them? But it just, Oh, it just I'm means that you're... smite him with my yeah. <laughs> Right, okay. Sorry, so <laughs> that problem needs to be but, cut um, a bit. <coughs> no, def absolutely not. Yeah. 
Dark Soul Mincing. Yeah. I don't remember that special level very one. <laughs> I don't remember that DLC. Fabulous, darling. Oh, you think I'm going to edit this? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but there are layers and layers and layers of mechanics. Um, but I played through like the. Pr- it's quite weird. There's like a prologue section where you're up in the Tower of London. And I got through all that, and I killed the first boss first time. I was like, "Ah, oh, this isn't so difficult." And then I, and then I put it puts you then in like a little dojo tutorial area, and then it puts you into the first proper area, which is like this village that's burning. And um, yeah, and then I got to the end of that after about four hours. It wasn't a very big map, <laughs> but I pers- I per- persevered because I was quite enraptured with the combat and the mechanics. And uh, then I got to the final boss of that area, and it's this fucking thing, and it's in a room that's like about as big as my room, but it's got these two bloody wrecking balls. So I'm like, holy fuck! Getting balls in your face again. eh? How am I supposed to? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I asked for that. Yeah. Um, But um, yeah, I was just like, shit! I I must. Oh well, each to their own. (laughs) Yeah. But um, yeah, I think I think I must have missed something in my training to get to the boss. I think I need to be dodging more or block no blocking more because I was dodging a lot. And when there's nowhere to dodge to, you can't really rely on that strategy anymore. So there's lots of different weapons to try as well. So as you're sort of like slowly making progress through this game, you're kind of experimenting with different weapons, putting different points in bits and pieces. Um, trying to find out what the ideal uh, what the ideal balance is between armor, stamina, and offensive capability, because all of that stuff makes a real difference. Um, and that's another thing that is part of the whole Dark Souls thing. But yeah, so I've put it down for now, and I've decided I'm going to try and focus on finishing Horizon because that's generally just a much nicer game to play in terms of my <laughs> patience level and, and you enjoyment. Don't get balls. <laughs> you don't have a pair of balls on your chin, is that? What I haven't met the giant testicle dinosaur yet. No. <laughs> you you got a PS4 as well, didn't you? Ian? I did. Yes. How are you finding that? Um, I'm enjoying it. Uh, Uncharted Four. I'm playing until dawn, and Horizon Zero Dawn, Dawn Zero, whatever it's called. Yeah, they're all okay. Pretty shit name for a game as well. But yeah, it's a cool. It, it's a little Far Cry for me, but uh, what uh, Horizon? Yeah. And here's the thing: with a here's a little base, and here's a little base, here's a little cluster of things, a little cluster. Of things. I have found, I have found the bandit camps a little bit tedious. Um, in that you are generally very ill-equipped for them, and you are kind of forced to stealth your way through it quite a bit. Well, I have anyway. Um, I've tried the gung-ho approach and it doesn't work very well. <laughs> I mean, it, it looks beautiful. Okay. Um, all right. Well, just a few bits of news, some of which struck today, in fact. Um, Mass Effect apparently is going to go on hiatus after the disappointing reception of Andromeda. Um, so that's why they do I think that. a lot of those... Why? I think they push it out early and rush the devs so it has shit sales so they can park the IP and try other stuff without everybody going, oh, I want another Mass Effect. Oh, conspiracy. Nah, not- yeah. 
then everyone forgets yeah. they build up a bit of a it's sort of like yeah. I see what you're saying it's like you wanted more Mass Effect are you sure you wanted more Mass Effect yeah. here's some more Mass Effect Andromeda mm, no yeah let, let's let's do something else yeah yeah why don't we just do uh, we'll put you guys on FIFA and you guys you can go on Battlefront and you know uh, you guys you can go and do some uh, Plants vs Zombies yeah? yeah we know bank of all pr- franchises We've got plenty of those. <laughs> we don't need to be taking risks on these intricately constructed uh, worlds that were created by talented people. Yeah. Um, you know, to be honest, too. I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. Um, you ca- can't, you know, capture lightning twice. And uh, Mass Effect, as great as it was, it definitely had problems. And it was probably just as well that free was the last game I played, to be honest, because after that whole debacle, bollocks to it. Um, the <laughs> other news this week, or today, in fact, was that um, Square Enix are selling off IO Interactive, uh, and those are the guys that make Hitman. So it looks like there won't be any more Hitman, or at least Square won't be making any more Hitman. And bearing in mind the kind of budget that that game needs... That series needs generally. The last I'm, one, I'm not sure. The last one was quite successful, though, wasn't it? The, uh, the individual ones that made a big game that did all right, didn't it? Well, not enough for them to want to keep hold of the IP. I think Square I might think be Square in trouble. No, apparently, no. Square have posted uh, really good earnings, but I think they know where the earnings are coming from, and they're. They're, yes, they're, they're looking at what they can afford to ditch so that they can continue to have the success they've had, they've had this year. I think Tomb Raider did really well for them. I think Final Fantasy did really well for them. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think it looks like they're selling IO Interactive. And if someone else makes a bid on them, then good for those guys. They get to keep their jobs. But it still remains in question what happens to the Hitman IP. To Square yeah. try and keep hold of it and make fucking mobile games out of it and films, or do they sell that along with them the way that um, THQ got rid of a lot of their stuff, which yeah. leads me on to the next story. But um, yeah, any other thoughts on Square or IO and Hitman and stuff? Not really. I don't know. Square are a weird company since they became Square Enix. Um, they're not the Square Soft of old. Who knows? Yeah. I just thought they were in trouble because, like I said in um, uh, a while back, the whole Final Fantasy remake, Final Seven remake, to me seems like their end game plan. Uh, it seems like it's the thing guaranteed to print money yeah. with, and you wouldn't do that because they've teased and held off on it and re-released and HD re-released for so long to actually put this out there makes me wonder whether they're a little worried it's about their company, of, regardless of what they're posting. It's a sign of weakness. Um, it, it, it's it's more than that. It is the in case of emergency smash glass um, and press <laughs> Well, <button>. it certainly <laughs> explains why they might, well, they're making like three games out of it. So uh, they can keep that gravy train yeah, going. exactly. So who knows what may happen? I mean, IO might be buying Square Enix. <laughs> Uh, no, it doesn't work no, like that. I don't think they would. <laughs> Who would um, do that? And the final bit, which I sort of teased just then, was um, 
this is a good news story to lo- to leave it on. Um, Darksiders 3 got announced, um, and this looked like all but like a thing that was never going to happen um, after THQ sold off the IP to Nordic Games. And so Nordic Games uh, recently put out a remaster of Darksiders 2, but no one was could have said for sure that they were actually building a third game in the series, uh, which is being done by the team that is made up of a lot of people who made the original two games and also recently made a game called Kronos for the Oculus Rift, um, So, which was a similar kind of third-person Zelda-y type thing. Um, so, yeah, I played the first two Darksiders. They're really good. They're like... Um, they're like Zelda. I'm informed I've not played Zelda, but basically hack and slash, but with a bit of Metroidvania going on, uh, get to ride around, uh, loot drops, big bosses, lots of puzzles. They're really neat games. And, uh, I've played, yeah, I enjoyed both the first and the second game. And in this one, you will be playing Fury. Uh, the conceit of these games is that you're playing the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Not the proper Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. The Four Horsemen as imagined in this setting. So first you played as Wrath, I think. Then you played as Death. And in this one you're playing as Fury. Uh, And it looks like she's a female character with a big chainy whip thing. So maybe some God of War type stuff going on. Um, Yeah, so definitely looking forward to that. I think it's supposed Sounds to be cool. out next year. So, uh, yeah. I'm, in terms of purchases, I know I should buy yeah. a PS4. Um, I know there are some really nice games out there at the moment. But I'm going to wait because I seem to be going slightly crazy game-wise. Um, I'm contemplating buying a Wii U. Uh, what? For Zelda? Oh, um, for reasons. Yeah, No, no, not necessarily for Zelda, but it's just types of games that I feel I want to play Um, I'm finding there's a distinct lack of light party game style games you know things that you can just stick on for a bit have a couple of friends over have a laugh Um, I think that might be why I've been coming slightly game jaded I mean these big IPs they're fantastic and they're amazing they suck you in and just it's like going to the cinema almost, but you're in control of a really yeah. inept main character because you keep dying over and over. But I miss playing yeah. the sofa games, you know, with like either one other person there in front. So I think I might be picking up uh, maybe like a second-hand Wii U or something and grabbing a couple of those games and seeing where they get me. You can get um, whether that sort of jump starts or something else. You can get Darksiders for the Wii U. <laughs> I just googled. Wii U, just to see how much they were. Well, that's the thing. I'll I'll get them other consoles. I mean, I will be getting a PS4, uh, definitely. Um, You've got to get Breath of the Wild if you get the Wii U. Oh, yeah, I'll definitely get that for the Wii U. Um, Pick up the Bayonetta double pack as well. But, I mean, there's just so many... I mean, there's like a game called Overcook, which is basically you're a chef. I don't know if you remember the old point-blank shoot-em-up games. Very much in that sort yeah, of vein. Yeah, I know what Overcooked uh, is. The old Konami style thing. Yeah, but stuff like that. I mean, I, I miss playing games like that. Um, and it just seems 
I know Nintendo are batshit insane, but there is a very tiny method to their madness. I just wish that they would accept and work with big IPs as well and work with third-party <laughs> titles, because I think if they combine them both, then, you know, they would have something quite nice. But I think they do kind of have a point with wanting to put their type of gaming still out into the world. And whilst they seem to be mental in the fact that they want to charge, you know, 300, 400 quid for basically a souped-up 3DS that is severely underpowered in the Switch, I can kind of see why they want to stick to their guns. I just wish they were better put, at doing put it. Put Dark Souls <laughs> on the Switch and I'll buy that. I'll play the shit out of that. Four hours a day on the train. <laughs> Fucking hell. That would, I would love that. I would... I would welcome the game there, discussion <laughs> of party games, Marcus. Uh, I think we do the latest big yeah. thing too regularly on this show. Uh, we've got our niche games that we play a lot. But I just, it would I be just nice think, to I just think things that hmm. to discuss because I'm I'm completely out of this. Uh, I sit at home and play games on my own in my pants. Enjoy that image, uh, and that's what I do. I don't have people <laughs> around, and they wouldn't come round. They wouldn't come round. <laughs> to do for a live that. beach volleyball. Um, even if we were reenacting that scene from Rob's game when he had a pair of balls in his face, nobody would come round to do that. Uh, so it would be. Ni- I think it would be nice to broaden our spectrum of games. What do we talk about? Yeah, I just, I just feel as though. I mean, I. It's mainly because I was thinking a lot about how gaming used to be. Because when the first play, I mean, PlayStation Two was probably the start of going down the dark side, where you had less of those games. PS1 had quite a varied catalogue. Um, yeah. You had shoot 'em ups you had this, you had that. I miss them with janky serial cabling two PSXs they together were, they were, and playing Doom. Those were the days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, and there were so many different varieties of games and everything else. And I think that in the pursuit of trying to make gaming this big juggernaut where it could rival the film industry, and they seem to be pushing to do that. The games yeah. cost millions to make now. Um, they have budgets, and it's just ridiculous. And the, you know, the end result is spectacular. But I think they've lost something along the way, much in the same way that Hollywood kind of has. Play Edith Finch. I think I will, on that recommendation, after my little heartfelt Oscar think- message. <laughs> And once we've all played it, let's spoiler the shit out of it. Yeah, definitely. Excellent. Well, I guess that, that brings us full circle then for this episode of the Not Playing Podcast. Mm. And uh, we'll leave it there until next time. This has been the Not Playing Podcast in partnership with notlistening.co.uk where you can also hear myself, Marcus and Ian talk about movies and TV on the Not Watching Podcast and Adam Ash and Will talk about all manner of funny things on the Not Listening Podcast. You can email us at notplayingpodcast at gmail.com or you can tweet out or follow us on Twitter at notplayingpod. You can find the show notes for this show at notlistening.co.uk and if you're listening to us on iTunes then please do give us a review. Anyway, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. See ya. Stripper with no booty. My friend, I'm in front to agree because I suck. You suck. I suck at Call of Duty.
extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister? I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details.